Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Slice of Healthcare. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Crystal Montez. She's a nurse from Miami, and she's been growing quite the social following on Instagram. It, this was a great conversation. Uh, her and I were going back and forth a little bit, uh, talking before the podcast, and really excited to have her on. I think it'll be great. She's also describes herself as a makeup junkie, dog lover, coffee enthusiast. She's into fitness, and I, I'm really excited for this podcast. So without further ado, let's bring her on. Hi, Crystal. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to the Slice of Healthcare podcast. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. How's your day going so far? Pretty good. Just trying to enjoy this Father's Day, spend time with me. Very nice. You're in Miami, correct? Yes. How's the weather? I, I hear it's really hot down there it's, at this time of year. It's, it's really hot and really humid. There's bugs everywhere. And you like that. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I well, love Miami weather. Your winters are amazing, so I guess that... That makes yeah, up we can for, go to the but... beach all year long. Because uh, we're up in, so I'm up in Boston, and some I, someone used to always say, because I'm like, oh, Florida, it's so nice down there in, in the winter. And they're like, yeah, but it's horrible in the summer. It's really humid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound much different, though, than like, we have really bad winters, and we're inside the majority of winter. <laughs> you know, it, I'm sure you guys just stay in a little bit more, right, in the summer with the AC it- and everything. Yeah, and we also have, it's like hurricane season now. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like rains all the time during the summer, and then the rest of the year, it's beautiful and sunny. So I guess that's, living down there is all about looking forward to that nice weather that you can, you can see. Interesting. Yeah, Very and good. we never have to like shovel snow or, you know, things like that. Yeah, that's worth it right there. Let me tell you <laughs> that. I don't know. Have you ever had to do that? No, but I have a lot of family that lives in New York, and I, I could never I could never do that. Oh, it is horrible. And that's not even the worst part. Getting around is pretty bad. And although, um, you know, if you if you guys got two inches of snow, it would be like an apocalypse. There would be cars on the <laughs> side of the road. You always see it in, like, North Carolina and, like, Georgia if they get a little dusting. And we get, like, a foot, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, all right, everyone has to go to work today. Figure out how to get here. <laughs> so it's it's kind of interesting. That's terrible. No, no yeah, if it's, if it's like 60 degrees here, people are in like fur coats and scarves and oh, geez. we don't know how to handle any kind of cold weather. That's that's so nice. That's like, I would love that as like warm weather. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, I, I wanted, uh, thank you so much for, for the audience. They didn't know. Uh, Crystal was super flexible with me getting on this podcast we had some things come up and and she uh really did a great job today and making it work so we're happy finally get you on the podcast i want to kind of go into you giving an introduction about yourself to the audience tell us a little bit about your background and we'll go from there um sure no and thank you guys so much for having me or you know for even wanting me to be on this podcast i appreciate that so much um so my name is crystal i was born and raised in miami um I have a bachelor's in nursing I kind of I kind of went into nursing because oh first my my dad passed away a few years ago he passed away when I was in high school 
And we were in and out of hospitals for about four or five years before he passed. And at all the time, I didn't, I mean, I didn't really understand, you know, his health or like his sickness and what was going on. But, you know, my dad, a lot of times was like, how do you say it? Um, like he wasn't compliant at all. You know, he didn't listen. He was that patient that, you know, drove you crazy. And he would tell me, you know, he's like, I can tell who's here because this is their job. And I, I can tell who's here because they really care. And I remember that stuck to me. I'm like, wow. Like, mind you, at that point, I was in high school. I didn't understand anything about healthcare or anything like that. But I was like, man, the effect that someone can have on someone that could make them not want to take their meds or not want to eat or, you know, things like that. The people that are around you constantly taking care of you. I want to be that person that can leave an effect on someone to where they want to fight. They want to try. My dad was given a bad prognosis. He knew he was going to pass away, but I guess like having people that actually cared about him, you know, they're in and out. Cause obviously we couldn't be there every single day, all the time. Cause we have school work, et cetera. Um, but to have someone that's there in the hospital setting that can make you feel like, wow, I actually care about you. I want you. To... I don't know. Like, I just really, really, that like stuck to me. I was like, man, I, I want to do that to someone, even if it wasn't, you know, specifically a family member, but I want to do that to other people. I want to help other people want to fight, even if, you know, even if the prognosis is poor or anything like that, but still like lift someone's spirits up. It's not always necessarily all the time about the medicine to me, but just, I like to take I like to take things day by day, and if I can at least make a difference in someone's day, then I already feel like I've accomplished something. Wow! So um, I originally wanted to be a vet when I was younger. That was like my dream, and then so my dad passed away. He, he passed away my senior year in high school. Um, my family kind of went through like a lot of financial uh, issues, and um, I had you know obviously I had already been working since he got sick, so. It was- to work full time um you know and go to school so for college for even through nursing school I mean I worked you know 40 50 hour weeks plus went to school at the same time wow. and um yeah it was it was a hard time but I mean it was completely possible so I don't believe in excuses um and um you know I was just like oh you know what like I I really liked what my dad said and I can do this instead. And if I ever decide to want to be a vet later on in life, you know, I'll do it. But I've been a nurse now, um, what, six, seven years and I love it. And I want to go back to school, but not to change careers. You know, I want to do anesthesia or nurse practitioner. I haven't fully decided yet, but I definitely do want to further my career. Um, Interesting. What else? else? Uh, Yeah. I did travel nursing for about a year and I loved it. Um, I loved that I was able to like pay off on my debt. <laughs> that was amazing. That would have taken me like five years if I did a regular year, you know? So I, I definitely, I, I encourage people to try it, you know, just like, if you don't have like a family and you don't have kids, it's a lot easier. Obviously if you have, you know, if you're married and you have kids, it's a little bit, it's a little bit harder. But for me, it kind of worked out. I, I was able to for a good year and I was able to get myself completely out of debt. And that's an amazing feeling. <laughs> Let me just say, Crystal, uh, sorry for your loss, for one thing. Um, obviously, you know, you went through a tough time, but I love your mentality that you're not one to make excuses and you put in the long hours while going to school. So that's incredible. The number one question I always ask people whenever I meet someone for the first time is, why do you do what you do? And you, you went into that. 
And mm-hmm. I've heard a ton of those, like, why, like your purpose. And that mm-hmm. was one of the best that I've ever heard. Yours was very concise, genuine, and that's what it's all about. And if people aren't passionate, if they don't have a good why as to why they're doing something, then they need to mm-hmm. look in the mirror and, and make a career switch or change some things up in their life. So I, I really liked your answer for that. Thank you. And you know what, believe it or not, like with like, at least for me with my social media, I have a lot of people always constantly asking me, you know, like, do you, do you think this is the right you know, job for me? Should I get into nursing? And I tell people, I'm like, you exactly the same thing. Like you need to think of why you want to do this. If you're going in it for the money, you're going to be miserable. The money is not that good. Um, don't get me wrong. It's not bad either, but it's not with, with all the things you have to deal with. You have to really love it. I, sometimes I go days where it's like nine hours and I haven't even, I haven't eaten. I haven't had a sip of water. You stand all day. Um, so there's like a lot of factors you kind of have to consider when it comes to being working in healthcare in general, working in healthcare. I applaud anyone because it is, it's a hard life. It's a, it's a life you choose, but you have to do it truly because you love it. And when I go into work, I don't like it every day, but I love it. And that's kind of like in the back of my mind when I'm having a stressful day or I even, I've had patients that have been like, have raped kids that were, cause I work at a, a big trauma center mm-hmm. and I've had, I've had patients that I had like, you know, people that have killed other people and I still take care of them with every, every inch of me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't look at this person and say, oh my God, I, I can't treat this person cause it's a bad person. So you kind of got to go into this job where you're, you're going to do good things, even for people that you don't think are good people. And that's a tough thing to do, right? Just even Mm -hmm. morally. You have to to do it and you have to love it that much. Yes. No, you're right. And that's why it's not for everyone because not everyone could be in that situation where it's just like uh, there's there's some jobs that aren't for people because they they can't they can't do exactly what they need to do every single day. So that's great. You're Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a fan of this. uh, So Steve Jobs obviously was Apple did amazing things with apple but he wasn't the best when they really look into it he wasn't the best person for how he treated people but he has a quote that i really like and it kind of resonates with what you just said and it was basically saying he looked in the mirror every morning and asked if today were the last day of my life would i want to do what i am about to do today and Mm -hmm. whenever that answer has is no for for many days in a row then people need to change what they're doing. They need to change it up because it, you can't go on like that. So I can tell you're passionate about what you do. So that is amazing. Yeah, because at, at the end of the day, I mean, there's a lot of things that we settle for in life. But settling in a job where this is something, I mean, you spend majority of your time doing. You know, you spend a lot of your day at your job. Why do you want to be unhappy? You know, money, I, I get it. We all need money. I, trust me, I fully understand that concept. But you, money comes and goes. So I, I cannot do something solely for money. Like that, it, that, is, that is not my motive when I wake up every day. That's great. And, I, and don't get me wrong, I get it. Some people, that, that is what's, what they're after. But me, at least for me, that's not what I aspire to. You know, like I don't aspire to be rich. I want to be successful to where I can take care of my family and, you know, have my own family and take care of them or where they don't have to struggle. Like kind of how I did. 
but at the same time I also appreciate the fact that we struggle like me and my brothers so we we had a hard life we went through days where we didn't have light or we didn't have something to eat and that's okay because it kind of pushed us to work harder later on in life and now we're, we're all doing well we all take care of ourselves and it's it, it kind of it, it gives us more perspective in that sense where we know we've had nothing and now you know we're we're all pretty well off so we've been through both worlds and we know what it's like to not have and you know I guess it just it keeps us kind of like in the momentum where we have to work hard we have to do this we have to provide I think you nailed it Crystal I think what you said about and it's it's there's different cases right there's people who have become successful that had a great you know everything was perfect in their life mm-hmm. and they've been successful and that's fine but there seems to be a common trend where if someone's the the people who decide to not make the excuses because there's so many can uh, go through that situation that you went through in your mm-hmm. life and make them you could have made a million excuses and you could and you could still be complaining now and doing nothing but you decided yep. to that whole fight or flight you know, that fight flight mentality where, no, I'm going to do whatever I can to better my situation. And you have. And yep. people always say, obviously, money isn't everything. It's true. It's no. not. But if you can be really passionate about what you're doing and get really good at what you're doing, then money will come. It really will. Uh, and people yes. don't always realize that because it's not an immediate thing, but it, it will come for sure. One of the, one of the things I really want to discuss, Crystal. I ask this to every guest that comes on, is because I'm passionate about healthcare innovation. Are mm-hmm. what are some of the things that need to change in healthcare that you see on a day to day basis? Little things that we can change. Um. So, like honestly, I think it sucks, but I feel like healthcare is is all about money. I feel like in the sense where I feel like people feel that we want them to be sick because that's how we make money. I think we need to focus more on preventative health care. I am all about eating healthy and working out. So when I talk to my family members, obviously, I am Latin. You know, we eat fried food and rice and beans <laughs> and, you know, all the stuff that's delicious in the world. But I honestly try to talk to my family and I want them to eat better because I don't want them to be on blood pressure medication their whole life or diabetic medication their whole life. I want them to change their lifestyle. And I think... As for, for healthcare, we need to focus more on that. We need to educate these people. So many, even just, I'm telling you, just in my family, like I talk to my family members and I'm like, wow, they know, they don't know anything. They don't understand these concepts. And I'll try to explain it to them, but we need to find a way to explain it to them in the sense that they understand. We kind of, I don't want to say it like that, but like kind of like dumb it down, if that makes sense. Like you can't sit here and talk to someone that doesn't understand the lingo and you're just there, you know, feeding them all this information and they're, they're going to say yes. And they're going to agree because they don't want to look, you know, they don't want to look like they don't understand. But I feel like that to me is like the biggest thing. I want more preventative healthcare. I want more community-based things where it's not just like, all right, you're in pain. Let me prescribe you this pain medication. Oh, this, instead of just educating people on it, you know? Interesting. No, that's really good. That's, I, I agree with you. I think uh, I, I, I think as population grows and we do have a, a shortage of healthcare professionals, it's just mm-hmm. it's, we're not just going to let open the doors and let all anyone who wants to become a healthcare professional become a healthcare professional. So I understand that. 
It's and hard. I, you get in trouble for everything. That's why people don't want to be in healthcare. Doctors yeah. can't say anything. Nurses can't. We can't do or say anything without getting in trouble anymore. It's like everything is so micromanaged all the time. Like it's even for me, it's just hard to even like care for a patient because it's like you got to do this paperwork and you got to do this and you got to do that, which I get it. We have to do those things. But it makes it so much harder to actually care for the patient and be compassionate to the patient when you constantly have just like management, like breathing down your throat for every little thing. It's it's stressful. It's very stressful. Yeah, I mean, there's it's it's unfortunate that's the case. And healthcare in general, right? There's a lot of yellow tape that needs to be crossed. So innovation is tough to come by in healthcare and it, it probably always will be. Now there'll be those bright moments that a company can break through and do really cool things and be compliant and, and help. Mm -hmm. And uh, same thing with individual professionals. But I mean, you see it every day. There's a lot of tape that's involved and that's why it's not for everyone. No, I, I recently saw a documentary on, on Netflix and it was like, it was like going into healthcare, how healthcare is in Cuba. And I, I cried because like, these are people that are legit bleeding hearts. Like, they don't make money because basically in the United States, you know, healthcare providers make money here. Doctors and nurses have money here. But in like third world countries, they're the poorest of the poor. Like I was, what did they say the doctor made? I think the doctor made like $20 a month. And I'm like, what? <laughs> These people are there because they really want to help people. They really love people. And I saw that and I swear I was so inspired. Like I cried the entire documentary because I'm like, wow, like, these are actual people that are doing it because they love what they do. They're rewashing gloves till they break. They have no medications. They have nothing sterile. They're there doing surgeries on people just to help them. And it's like, mind you, these people don't have pain medicine. So it's not like here where everyone's addicted to opioids. These are people that want to get better, that fight for their health. And then these are people that are working to help these people. And I was just like so amazed. And I'm like, wow, you know, people that have nothing that do so much. This was on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. I don't remember the name. I have to look for the name, but it was so good. It was a documentary on Cuba, on healthcare in Cuba. And I was like, wow. If you if you can find it, I'll put it in the show notes with your social media handles and everything. Okay. So people yes. can check it out. That sounds really interesting. Um, I'm sure it really shed some light on like what's oh happening. It, we, it made me cry. Like literally, I mean, I'm kind of a baby anyways, but it, it was just like, I was just so like moved by it. I'm like, Wow. Like, and here it's like, mind you, something even touches the floor and it's like, throw it out, throw it out. Oh, it's expiring in a month, throw it out. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> you're so right. That's, 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 the, yeah, that's, that's our mentality. <laughs> everything. It's literally, it's expiring in a month. I'm like, it has a month left. My man, no, throw it out, throw it out. I'm like, oh my God, we're so wasteful. But. I understand. I get it. Like we have to comply with Jayco and all these things. So I, I completely understand that, you know, it, I know they're doing it for patient safety and where I work. I mean, we have like an A on leapfrog. So I know our patient safety is amazing. And if I like where I work now, like if I, something were happening to someone in my family, I trust them completely that they will do the right thing. So I, I do understand why there are rules and why we have that, but it's just, I look at things like that and I'm like, wow, you know, interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely have to include that link in there. Uh, Crystal, I want to discuss, so you have, let me pull it up. Yeah, you're you're approaching the 30,000 follower mark on Instagram, which is incredible. Um, yes, so thank you. kudos to you and your following. Um, 
I, I want to talk about how important social media is in general and how important it is in healthcare because I'm seeing a lot more healthcare professionals uh, starting to document them and sometimes they'll do a post about you know their day or about um, just them in the in a hospital or healthcare setting but um, mm-hmm. it's just kind of cool to see the professionals that outside of of the hospital too um, how important is it um, oh my god I, if I told you a year ago I didn't care about social media at all like I probably had 3,000 followers just kind of posted things when I had fun I am so in love with the fact that I have met, I have literally met so many healthcare professionals just from Instagram. I've met doctors, I've met other nurses, uh, paramedics, like a bunch of people that have come together. And I love it because everyone is so supportive. There's no like, um, how do you like competition in this? This is kind of like everyone just uplifting each other. And I like, I like that people are so drawn to healthcare on social media because we're kind of, we're kind of like educating people in a simple sense, but in a way that is attractive to people because everyone is all about Instagram and Twitter and all these things. So if we can reach people, you know, in a school setting, if we can reach them through Instagram, I mean, we see tons of nonsense in the media. So we can kind of do something where we're giving a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of education to these people, why not? Why not use Instagram to its fullest potential when it comes to this? And I, I'm telling you, like, for me, at first, I was kind of overwhelmed because it is, it is a little overwhelming for me. I don't like to be on my phone when I'm around people. I like to give, I like to live in the moment as well. So I have to, like, set aside time where it's, okay, it's my Instagram time. I need to respond to messages or emails and things like that. But then I have my time where I'm like, okay, Crystal, you need to like live in real life. <laughs> but and no, I'm I'm serious. So sometimes I get like overwhelmed with my phone. But then I'm when I take my time and I'm like reading my messages and I have people asking me questions. I mean, like young, you know, younger people, 19, 18, they're like, oh, you know, I love your page. You motivate me. I really want to become a nurse or I really want to become a doctor. What steps should I take? And I'm like, I can help these people. I'm like, I get so excited that I can help someone you know, with their future, you know, I didn't, I never had that help. I kind of had to start from scratch and kind of figure out my own way. And I, I like that I can give advice even, you know, I'm not a genius at anything, but if I can give the most advice that I can and kind of just like let you pick my brain a little bit, then why not? You know? And like, I, I follow like a bunch of doctors that like just every month, you know, how we have like some kind of awareness month. Yes. So let's just say it's like, you know, autism or whatever, you know, just giving an example. I like that we can kind of show that to people so that they're they're more aware of these things and they're educated on these things. So I think social media is actually brilliant. I I think it's so good when it comes to this, because I think we're reaching people that normally wouldn't see these type of posts or see these, you know, kind of blogs or whatever. So I think. I think it's really cool that so many doctors and nurses are on board with this and kind of like documenting their days and just giving out information. So to me, I think I'm going to, at least for me, I'm going to keep going, you know, going with it. And I'm going to keep trying to create content for people and help as many people as I can, you know? Absolutely. Uh, And for the audience, I'm going to put all of Crystal's social media links that she wants me to. Uh, unfortunately i just have instagram (laughs) oh well but like everything but anything else you want though if there's any other page you think is interesting to direct we'll put it in there but as far as i Uh, thank you so much instagram's the most the the best one that i've seen for social media at this time 
Yeah, it's it's the most popular because you can, you know, you can put pictures and also, you know, put beautiful captions and we have stories. Um, I don't I don't really use Snapchat. Um, I don't I used to have Twitter years ago and Facebook years ago. I honestly I feel like with just Instagram it's 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 already time consuming. So I'm okay with just that for now. Yeah, it becomes a full-time job when you're trying to manage all of them. Uh, it, it is. It is like a whole separate job because you have you want to create good content. You want to, you know, have good. You want to. You don't want to just post everything and anything, you know. So yeah. it is. It is like a whole other job. I think many people would say though, like if you had to use one social media channel, which would it be? And I'm pretty sure the majority would say Instagram. Yeah. At least I think, at this time. I think you can reach the most people that way. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I would say a couple of years back, if you were in on the early like YouTube influencer, it mm-hmm. was really, a, really a big, big deal a couple of years back. But it's getting a little oh, YouTube tougher is now. So amazing. But, you know, edit, editing video is very it's really time consuming. I I do makeup as well on the side. I just it's just something I love to do. I like to make I like to help people feel pretty. <laughs> um, I, I tried to get into doing it, but it was I mean, at least for me, I'm not that tech savvy. So it was so time consuming for me to try to edit a video. I was like, no, I can't. This this would just be my little hobby on the side. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I wanted to go into talking about, this is great because we were kind of just transitioning into this. Any time management or stress management tips that you have? Um, for me, what works the best is exercising. I don't know why this helps me with when I'm having a stressful day, I have to exercise. If I do that, I feel accomplished. I also do this thing where I write down everything I want to get done in that day. So I have like my planner and my notebook, my planner. I put like things like appointments and what days I work, but then I have my notebook and I write down my goals for the week or my goals for the day. And that kind of, I feel like if you write it, I know it sounds kind of silly, but if, if I write it, I am more inclined to do it. So I'll wake up really, really, really early or I'll do it the night before and I'll put, you know, Monday goals. Tomorrow, I want to go to the gym. Tomorrow, I want to meal prep. Tomorrow, um, you know, things like that. Or tomorrow, I want to answer so-and-so emails or whatever. And the next morning, I wake up. I, again, this might sound silly too, but I do affirmations in the morning. And I was a person that was super, like, self-conscious, kind of like, not negative towards people, just negative towards myself. Like, I would put myself down. And I would make myself more discouraged so I wouldn't do anything. I'd kind of get into that rut where I was, I don't want to say lazy because I don't think I've ever been lazy, but just I wasn't, I wasn't moving forward. I wasn't getting things done that I needed to get done or wanted to get done. So I wake up and before I even look at my phone, I do that. I, I try to s- start my day off in like a super positive note. So I do my affirmations and I look at my, my list of what I need to get done today or what it is that I want to accomplish today. And writing it down, I swear that has helped me so much. So every day I do that. And now every day I'm so, I'm so much more proactive during my day. And I get so, so many like, more things done that it's kind of like those little victories that I'm accomplishing every day. It motivates me to want to do more. Interesting. So uh, that has what helped. That has been what's helped me. Some people can do it on an app. I'm kind of old school in that sense. I like writing. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, apps don't help me at least. Cause I won't look at the app, but if I have like my little notebook right there by my, by my, my, my bed, I look at it and I'm like, all right, today I, I need to do this today. Today I need to, I don't know, apply to new jobs or today I need to do this. And 
when I get home or once I'm home, I make sure I get it done before I go to bed. Interesting. I like that approach. I, I do something very similar too. I think it's, um, it just, you can always visualize what you need to do, but I feel like you hold yourself accountable when you put it on paper. Yes. Uh, I've also sometimes even gone a step further. If this is something that I've been talking, I, I like to tell other people, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to work on this because now all of a sudden you feel bad if you don't do it because you feel like you're a talker, not a doer. So this too, that, that too, like, see, in that sense, I'll do that. But I do that with like close friends, you know, like or family. I, yeah, because because they'll hold you accountable too. my best friends. I'll tell them like, look, this week I need to make sure I get this done. Can you, you know, can you remind me? My best friend is like, you know, she's the best. She holds me accountable. And then she'll give me that face like, huh, you haven't done it yet. So I'm like, oh, man, I got to do it, you know. <laughs> that's but awesome i just use them like my mom or my best friends because these are people i know are gonna actually check in on me that actually care about me succeeding interesting sorry i'm making coffee no <laughs> I, sorry. Really heard me. <laughs> I did uh, so, yeah i saw that on instagram you're a oh, coffee enthusiast coffee. what are you I what are you drinking coffee. right now i am making colada which is um it's espresso i guess essentially but it's it's Cuban coffee and it's delicious. Wait, say that again. Colada. Ah, I love the accent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I was down in Fort Lauderdale last year. Obviously not. Uh, yeah, like Davie, Fort Lauderdale area. So not too far from you. No, and not at all. That's like 20 minutes. A lot of people had like a similar accent and I loved it. It just, <laughs> I, I felt like I listened more. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, you know, doing my, you know, I've lived in Miami my whole life. So everyone around me for the most part is, you know, it, they're Hispanic, but there's still there's still a lot of culture. Like in my neighborhood, we're probably the only Hispanic people on the block, and that's okay with me. But when I did travel, I just went to Northern Florida, and you know I've never really experienced racism until then. I was I was so surprised. I was like, wow, like I got so many nasty comments, and I'm like thinking, I'm like I'm American. I was born here. Yeah, go up a little more no- north. <laughs> it doesn't oh, get. Oh man, I mean, I had people asking me if I was legal. I'm like legal. Yeah. Like, I'm obviously working here. I'm obviously legal. Yeah, it it um, it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't nice. So I no. I'm definitely against anything like that. I'm I it, it, you know it's funny because people ask me you know like when it comes to like dating like what are your deal breakers? I'm like oh you know I I can't date someone that's racist because. I don't like people. I don't like people stereotyping me or judging me. So, I can't date someone that does that to others. You know. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I was. It sounds like you were raised the uh, similar. Like I was raised. I mean, you don't treat anyone like no, bad no. or no you matter race, gender. It doesn't matter. Yeah. My my parents were like amazing when it came when it came to that. They taught us really well. Like. I don't know. I just, I don't understand how people are still like that. Like, I think there's bad and good in every race and every culture. So why, why be just mental? And I mean, I get judged all the time because, you know, obviously I have tattoos and I have gauges. So people stereotype me as soon as they see me, you know? So I get it in all aspects. I get it for, you know, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm, I have tattoos and then I'm Hispanic. So I, I kind of get stereotypes in a bunch of different ways and it doesn't even bother me I kind of brush it off and I think as long as you show good work ethic people are not going to care about that stuff absolutely no it's um people make excuses right we talked about that and this uh, all the time that's a version of an excuse for them 
um, an excuse not to get to know someone, uh, an excuse to to judge. So and 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 an excuse to not work hard, because there are people that are in my position that are like, well, why do you try so hard or why do you do so much for your job if all you know? No, I don't care. I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna give a hundred percent. Whether the thought, you know, people can say whatever they want about me, but I know I come in and I do my job the best that I can do. Love it. Love it. Uh, Crystal, I, I want to close out with, with two last things. And one being, what are some of your goals moving forward? Um, my next goal is I want to go back to school. Um, I've kind of been like indecisive about it because I, I support my whole family. So it's, it's kind of hard for me. Like I want to go back to school, but you know, money obviously is the biggest issue, but I'm just going to sacrifice it and just do what I have to do to do because I really do want to go back to school. Um, I want to, I want to do, I'm most likely gearing towards anesthesia. So I want to do CRNA school. Um, I worked in the OR for six years, so I have like a lot of insight. I know that I like it. Um, I want to keep on with this, this Instagram situation. I want to be like an influencer in the sense where I'm just like inspiring people to, you know, get the job they want to get and, you know, do what, what it is they want to do regardless of what their situations are. So that right now is like my goal. I mean, I I'm, I'm haven't really thought of anything else. I'm just kind of like taking things day by day. But I do know I want to go back to school. So that is what I'm working towards now. I've been applying. And um, I've been trying to get like all my letters of recommendations and all the things that I need for that. So hopefully that'll, you know, that'll go well. Hopefully within at least the next year, I, I'll be able to start. You'll make it work. You'll do it. Yeah, I have no doubts. Absolutely. Where, uh, Crystal, where can listeners follow you, learn more about you? Instagram, right? Instagram right now. I mean, I'm going to, I am eventually going to work towards making um, blogs for like uh, videos for, for YouTube. Cause I want to make like videos on like, like simple, like nursing techniques and things like that, that I can teach and people will watch. I know for me, when I was in nursing school, I would get overwhelmed with the content that was in the books. So I would go on YouTube and I'd watch, you know, videos that kind of like, simplified the information but still made it fun and engaging to where I wasn't bored out of my mind so I do want to eventually make videos like that but I'm not there yet I still I I have a camera and I'm trying to get lighting and stuff but right now Instagram is the way to go absolutely absolutely and what like I said we'll put your handle and um, everything that you want me to into the show notes. Oh, one last thing. Cause I know I wanted to mention it and I didn't ask about it earlier is, uh, tell me about Cherokee uniforms. Oh my God. They're amazing. Uh, right now I'm working for them. I'm one of their ambassadors and they sponsor me. Um, what's so cool about their company is that, I mean, they're not only just about scrubs, obviously they have great scrubs, but, um, the late, the, the woman that actually like owns the company, she basically will help us. Like if I wanted to do an event or something in the sense where I want to show awareness or I want to have like a booth somewhere or go to any kind of like, um, how do you say this? Um, like there's nurses that work for her that are oncology nurses and they wanted to do like awareness on cancer and things like that. So she basically, uh, sponsored the entire event to make it happen for her so she could invite people in the neighborhood people that were in that community so they kind of like they support you in a lot of ways so I think it's an amazing community I met a lot of them I went to California recently and I was so surprised at how hardworking and how kind these people were you know all of them 
are on the go all the time. And it was just cool to meet a company that's kind of like has your back, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways. And she, you know, they constantly check up on me. They make sure I'm okay and if I need anything. So I'm I'm really happy to be a part of that that um that family and that um company. I think they stand for a lot of good things, which is my biggest thing at all times. Like I wanna I wanna represent companies that I know are doing the right thing. Absolutely. We'll have to throw them. We'll throw a, a link for them too. Awesome, awesome. Into the show notes as well. But Crystal, thank you so much for, for joining us today on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. And maybe we can have you on at some point uh, next year when you're at over 50,000 followers. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I'll have, hopefully I'll have a hundred. Yeah, see, that's, that's what I love. That's what I like about you. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta aim high, man. Aim high. Absolutely. Thank okay. you so much for having me. It, it makes me happy that people care about what I have to say, I guess. Absolutely. Yes. Well, like I said, we definitely, we will have to have you on again uh, at some point next year. Uh, get, you can update us on school life. and everything and life <laughs> and just coffee, whatever you want to talk about. And if I'm ever down in Miami, which I might be maybe this yes, winter, let's, link up. let's grab some coffee. I'm sure, you know, some great spots. So <laughs> yes, definitely. Absolutely. Thank okay. Thank you again so much for having me. I hope you have an awesome day today. You as well. You as well. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you to everyone who tuned in for another episode of Slice of Healthcare. Please be sure to follow us on our social channels. On pretty much every social channel, it's at Slice of Healthcare. On Twitter, it's at Slice of HC. We don't use that much, but we will answer if anyone tweets at us or sends us a message there. Also, for those of you that are listening on iTunes, please be sure to head over to iTunes, leave us a rating slash review. We'd really appreciate the support and feedback. And if you're interested in being a, a guest on the podcast, please reach out at uh, sliceofhealthcare at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or any of our other channels, and we'll get right back to you. Thanks, and everyone have a great day. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.